The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Staying stuck in that story is keeping you ill. And it's important to understand that as I'm sharing the nine factors for spontaneous remission, you will see that theme throughout. And you will understand that if you want to stay stuck in the story, you will stay there. And if you choose to change your narrative, you will find a way out. Welcome to A Gut Feeling. I'm your host, Jacqueline Renee, holistic health coach and digestive specialist. Your gut healing journey begins here. Welcome back to A Gut Feeling. If you have been dealing with chronic illness for a long time, perhaps your whole life, like I have before, then this is the perfect podcast for you to dive into. Today, we're going to be talking about this amazing book that I read by Dr. Kelly A. Turner called Radical Remission, where she talks about the nine factors for spontaneous remission. Now, the book is a little bit more about remission from cancer, but I truly believe that the nine factors, they actually go hand in hand with any chronic illness. So you don't have to worry about if you aren't necessarily in the zone of having cancer, but any chronic illness, autoimmune, gut issues, anything you've been dealing with for a long time, if you really dive into these nine factors, you will see major change in your healing journey. Now, sometimes I see people, you know, and they're like, I've been doing everything. And if we really look at the nine factors, they've only been doing maybe half of them. And so today, What I want to do is for you not to leave overwhelmed from this podcast thinking, oh my goodness, these are all the things that I need to do in my life for spontaneous remission. That is not the point of this podcast. The point of this podcast today is to open your eyes to awareness around other things that you could be doing that may be contributing to the fact of why you haven't seen yourself go into remission or why you haven't seen any change. So I want you to, you know, journal along, write along on what the spontaneous remission factors are, and then maybe hone in on what your next step is. What's the next one that you're going to be moving through? And that will help you sort of you know, just get an idea of where the next space for you to be in for your healing journey is. Now, before I dive into the nine factors, because I can't wait, I, I have so much to say about them. After I read this book, I was just 
beyond excited to share this information for you. But before I dive into that, I just want to really focus on what it truly takes to move into success, into a healing journey. And all of these factors here that we're going to talk about, there is one that isn't on the nine factors. And to me, this is what I've seen in my seven years of coaching, that is accountability. We will talk about support in the nine factors, but we're not really going to dive into how important accountability is in your healing journey. Being able to check in with someone so you can talk about what's going on, being able to, you know, have access to ask questions to someone so that you feel like you can talk it through and not feel confused on your journey. Having someone work with you to create a step-by-step process so that you're not guessing or just pulling things from different places, which I call patchwork healing, to figure out where your next step is in your healing journey. Now, this is exactly what a health coach does. This is exactly what I do for my clients. I pride myself in the accountability and support that I give to my clients. However, One of the things that's come up a lot lately is people want this. They want the accountability. They want the support, but they might not have a huge financial, you know, sum to give, to commit financially to something like this right now, but they know they need to heal. This is exactly why I created the JRW membership. Now, the JRW membership is a little, it's like a mini baby off of the holistic gut system. You get access to the program and we have monthly meetings and we have all these really cool webinars with awesome, you know, people like um, Natasha Trinev from Nature and Probiotics and Missy Beaver from NV Minerals, all of my favorite gurus. They're going to join in and join webinars. However, it's like an eighth of the cost of the holistic gut system because we're doing it in more of a membership protocol. Now, the beginning of the membership kicks off the first week of May. So if you're listening to this before the first week of May and you are one of the first 10 to sign up, you get a one-on-one session with me. And that is only for the first 10, the OGs of the JRW membership. As I am saying this podcast, as I am speaking this out loud, I am recording for the second week of April, the membership has already five members in it. So there are five spots left to solidify a one-on-one with me. Now, however many people want to sign up for the membership, that is totally open. So you're not late to the party if you didn't make the first 10. But If you act now, you can be one of the first five, the first OGs, and you can get that one-on-one session with me included in the cost. Now, I'm going to be completely transparent. It is only $300 to sign up for the membership, which is very low cost to have access to the program and to the membership and everything like that. And then after that, it is a no-commitment $29 fee per month to stay an active member in the membership. You just need to cancel 30 days if you decide you don't want to stay in. Now, 
I made it no commitment because it's your journey and I'm here for you and you know you can come and go as you please. However, I do recommend that someone stay with it for the minimum of 90 days or three month cycles because that will really give you the insight onto where you need to be in your healing journey. You've got to give things time and space and consistency. You guys hear me talk about this all the time. It's not a 30-day diet. It's not a quick fix. You have to see it through minimum of 90 days. So go ahead and click that link in the copy below and you can sign up right away. If you act fast, you can be one of the first five. And if you miss that opportunity, there will be more opportunities later for one-on-ones, but we can get your gut healing started in a you know very fast way. We can start to eliminate bloat within weeks of the membership and have access to all of those fun webinars and Q&A calls without spending thousands. And this is the request I've had for many, many months. I've had a lot of people very excited about this. So jump on now and become an OG member of the DareW membership. All right. So let's move on to the meat of everything that we're talking about today. It's no secret that when someone's dealing with chronic illness, that it can consume their life, that it can become their identity. It's almost like, hi, nice to meet you. I have IBS or hi, nice to meet you. I have colitis. It becomes a part of who you are because there are so many things that you feel like you have to do in order to feel good, right? You have to change your diet. You have to take these supplements. And that in turn might become something that you feel like you have to apologize for or you have to, you know, make exceptions for. And maybe you personally think that that inconveniences people. But let me tell you, the only person who it truly inconveniences is you. Staying stuck in that story is keeping you ill. And it's important to understand that as I'm sharing the nine factors for spontaneous remission, you will see that theme throughout and you will understand that if you want to stay stuck in the story, you will stay there. And if you choose to change your narrative, you will find a way out. That is the theme of this entire podcast today. And that is the message that I really want you to hear for your healing journey. Now, anyone that joins the membership or anyone that joins the holistic gut system or works with me one-on-one or is in the inner circle, any of my plans and programs that people are in, the first thing that we do is shed that story. We set up our mindset. We get ourselves in a place where we feel confident and empowered that our body has the ability to heal. Now, as a woman, your body has the ability to breathe life and bring life into the world. And if that's the case, then your body has the ability to do so many incredible things. Even if you're a man listening to this, you know, you get up every day, you put two feet on the floor and you walk, your body is capable of majestic, incredible things. And so I want you to just think about that and feel into that as we're going through the nine factors of spontaneous permission. Okay, let's jump in. Number one, anyone who has had spontaneous remission radically changed their diet. Now, I want to differentiate, I want to make a difference. I want to differentiate between being on a diet and radically changing your diet to heal. There's a huge difference between that. Being on a diet is saying, okay, this is a temporary fix maybe to lose weight, maybe to start feeling better. Radically changing your diet is saying, I am choosing to change 
my standards of food that I am allowing into my body because I want it to heal and I respect my body. It's about respect when it comes to food and what comes into your body. So when you radically change your diet, it doesn't mean you don't eat anything or you're just eating a piece of lettuce every day. It means radically changing your diet to a place where it supports your healing in the best possible place. Now, one of the first elements of radically changing your diet is releasing any stimulants or additives or anything that is probably causing more damage. And for many, that is the top three toxic triggers, which are caffeine, sugar, and alcohol. If you're consuming alcohol on a regular basis, this is most likely causing a ton of damage to your healing journey. So if you have hypertension, you have diabetes, you have heart disease, you have gut issues, you have hormonal imbalance, consider taking alcohol out indefinitely. Because if you give yourself a period of time, maybe you're just counting down the days. But consider taking it out indefinitely and you will see radical change from eliminating any of these stimulants. Same thing with white cane sugar. It's constantly causing chronic inflammation in your body. And the more you consume it, the worse it gets because it's also causing withdrawals. It's also causing your body to go through, you know, some type of withdrawal when you don't have it. It's also causing anxiety because you're on these highs and lows with your blood sugar level. Blood sugar raises when you eat it. And then when it drops, you're ready for the next hit it's basically like just another drug. You know, if you're consuming weed, if you're smoking, you know, smoking weed or taking a ton of, um, you know, gummies or anything like that, consider taking out all of these toxic triggers indefinitely to see radical change when you heal. This obviously goes for less processed foods or no processed foods, eating whole foods, you know, fruits, vegetables, lean meats, gluten-free grains, I feel like the internet is overclogging diets these days where it's like, don't eat lectins, don't eat FODMAPs, don't do this, don't do that. If you're eating whole foods, this should be enough. Think about this this way. If you're shopping the outside perimeter of a grocery store, you're doing good. That's where you should be. Focusing on things like organic and sustainably sourced, hormone-free, all of those things that keep our food high quality. Radically changing your diet doesn't mean going on a diet. It means changing your nutrition to a new lifestyle that promotes healing, anti-aging, cellular renewal, energy, all of the processes that are needed to heal. Okay. Number two, taking control of your health. Now, this kind of goes back to what I was talking about with releasing your story. But taking control of your health starts with having a plan. If you are just pulling different things from different places like patchwork healing and trying to do a little bit of guesswork when it comes to it, you could be stuck in that cycle for a very long time. Now, if you have a plan set out, like an action plan that maybe is three months of an action plan. It's like, okay, first I'm going to do this, then I'm going to do that. And it kind of sets it out. Then you have a vision for where you need to be. Now, let me ask you this question. Would you start a business without a business plan? I'm guessing your answer was probably no. If your answer was yes, I don't know about your business, but (laughs) you should not start a business without a business plan. 
right? So why would you start a healing journey without a healing plan, without understanding that there's a way to get from A to Z instead of going P, Q, B, C, we go A to Z. Now, this is where a health coach can come into place. What I was talking about with membership or the Holistic Gut System program, getting you a plan that's customized for yourself so you feel like you are empowered and you're taking control of your healing journey. Listen, if you don't know where to start, you're confused, you you can't figure what program is right for you, you don't know which coach is right for you, the best thing to do is take a call with that coach. Now, I have a discovery call link below where you can book a 30-minute one-on-one call totally complimentary. We can go face to face and we can really dive in to see which program is right for you, which action plan is right for you. And you can get that link in the copy below. All right. Number three. I like number three. Obviously my podcast is called a gut feeling for a reason is because I truly believe in your body's intuition Many people constantly search for answers outside of their body from professionals. They go to doctors looking for answers. They go to healers looking for answers. They go to psychics looking for answers. They go to practitioners and chiropractors and acupuncturists. Tell me what is wrong with me. When all the time you have the answers inside of your body, My goal with my clients is always to teach them how to use their intuition in their healing because you don't need anyone to tell you what's going on. You have all the answers inside. You're the creator of your universe. You have God on your side. You just need to get quiet. When you're sick, there's a lot of noise and a lot of people want to contribute to that noise. Friends want to tell you what to do. The internet wants to tell you what to do. A doctor wants to tell you what to do but you got to trust your gut feeling, pun intended. Literally, your intuition is your North Star. You are your North Star. And so one way you can follow your intuition and to learn about a little bit more is to get quiet, sit still. In this book, The the, uh, Radical Remission, they talk a lot about how people get really quiet, understand what they've been through and sort of process things to check in with their body and recognize what their symptoms are trying to tell them. Now, for many women, actually women experience like 50% more gut issues than men. And the reason being what I feel, the reason being is because we hold a lot of emotion in that area, our womb, you know, our liver and different stuff like that that's in our stomach region. So if we know that and the woman has IBS, then we know that they're probably storing a lot of emotion there. So it's good to check in with your body daily, recognize those symptoms and see where those emotions are coming from. Okay, next is using herbs and supplements. Now, this doesn't mean Googling different herbs and supplements on the internet, seeing what's good, taking a hundred of them, and then trying to figure out which one worked for you. It's going back to having a plan. If you're going to use herbs and supplements, you have to make sure that you are supporting your body in the right way. I always recommend doing this with some type of health professional because sometimes you can make your situation worse. Specifically speaking, let's talk about probiotics. I do not 
recommend probiotics to every single one of my clients. A lot of them aren't ready for them because their body is cycling toxins or they're, they have a lot of bad bacteria. I often relate throwing a probiotic into a bad gut is like tossing one bone into a pit full of 10 angry dogs. Like shit's going down. So we cannot just do something like that. We have to have a plan. And herbs and supplements, they can support detox. They can support healing. And they're amazing. And I love them. And I back many companies. You guys know that. But if you use them inappropriately or you guess on what you need, you could be stuck in that cycle forever. Supplements are not to be on forever. They're to fix something and to adjust something and then you move on maybe to a different supplement or coming out of it and using food for it. You don't want to be on it forever. Like oil of oregano. Oil of oregano is really good to eliminate bad bacteria. But if you take it all the time, you can also be stripping the good bacteria. So we want to make sure these things have time, they have space, they have motive, they have a reason and a season for the healing. They're not just thrown in for good measure. Because I know a ton of people who are on hundreds of supplements and they're still sick. Okay. My rule of thumb is for many of my clients, I don't like to go over five. We shouldn't need more than five supplements if you're eating a healthy diet. If you have radically changed your diet, you shouldn't need more than five supplements a day, right? So we get our tinctures and our little herbs and supplements out. We restore lost vitamins and nutrients. We make sure the gut has good bacteria, but we're not overdoing it. And we make sure that each one has a very specific purpose. Next we talk about releasing suppressed emotions. Get your journal ready for this one because this, to me, it should have been number one. Releasing suppressed emotions is so important in your healing journey. I went to this incredible retreat in Florida. And mind you, I didn't really like the people I went with because they weren't into it. So I kind of had to zone in to what I was doing to really get the message. But 50% of the people that were at this retreat had cancer whether they just got a diagnosis or maybe, you know, were a year into their diagnosis and the rest of the people had some type of chronic illness. And then some of the people were there to learn the process to become a healer to do this as they moved along. And the biggest thing that the man was talking about was how the people who get cancer, and I I can second this from my mom's journey, Uh, Many of you know I lost my mom to her cancer battle last year. When you let suppressed emotions build up in your body, they will absolutely 100% manifest as illness. Anytime we talk about suppressed emotions, it's dis-ease in the body, dis-ease, right? And the more you let those emotions store up, the worse it's going to be. I saw it with my mom because she was a single mom. She raised two kids and she was constantly just doing for other people, suppressing her emotions over and over and over again. And we know that, you know, lifestyle plays a factor when it comes to cancer and we know, you know, bad food, smoking, all these things become a factor, but suppressed emotions will manifest as disease in the body as well. And so when you're experiencing chronic illness, if you're not releasing these emotions regularly, they're going to build up. 
and they're going to turn into disease 100%. So a few ways where you can release your suppressed emotions. Number one is through journaling. Love journaling. I try to get all my clients to do it because when those emotions feel squiggly in your head, like a ton of bricks, you could get them out into a piece of paper and things start to get a lot lighter. Number two, talking with a therapist or a trusted health professional or a life coach or somebody that works through emotions with you, maybe somatic healing or Reiki or something where you are able to release trapped emotion from the body. Lastly is conscious body movement. Now, I want to talk to you guys about something because I'm very excited about it. I am working on creating a class. It's called Release. Don't steal the name since it's not out yet. (laughs) But it is a conscious body movement of releasing suppressed emotions. So it'll be about a 45-minute class. It's not very vigorous, but we're going to move through motions and sound with our voice, like moving sound with our voice, screaming, you know, taking deep breaths, lion's breath, all different types of stuff, you know, just yelling out loud to release this suppressed emotion while moving to some good beats and also to a routine that I've built up. And by the end of it, my goal is to have these people releasing their emotion. I am running a test run this month with my gut health clients to see how it makes them feel when they're done, if they feel lighter, less bloated, all of the things. And then I'm going to launch the class in May after I make all the tweaks and make it good for you guys. So stay tuned for the special announcement of me announcing the release of this class release to help you move through conscious body movement to release suppressed emotion. But in the meantime, you can work on this yourself, crying, you know, going to a mountaintop and screaming, tapping, journaling, talking with people. These are ways you can really suppress the emotion. And the more you do it, the faster you heal. We're going to dig into six through nine in just a moment right after this break. Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hey, listen, if you don't have a mountain you can go to, if you don't live in a state with a mountain, 
this has been a practice that I have done for many years of my healing journey. I go into my car, I shut the door, drive the car to a place where nobody is, where nobody, you know, maybe it's like a quiet street where nobody is. Do it in the daytime. Don't do it in the nighttime. That may attract a little attention, but no one is going to hear you. You know, park on a random street, shut all the doors, turn on the car, blast like the craziest music that you love so much, something that really revs you up, like Eye of the Tiger or something, and just scream. Just scream the words, scream whatever comes out of your mouth and dig into it. I'm telling you, it's free, but that is the price of 10 therapy sessions right there. And I want to hear from you if you do it. Please send me a message if you try this because it is life-changing. Test it out. All right, let's dive into number six here, increasing positive emotions. What you say and think every single day, every single moment of every day has an impact on you and your thoughts and your emotions and your actions and what your body thinks. If you wake up every morning and remind yourself that you have chronic illness, that you don't feel good, that you're ugly, that you're fat, that you're this, that you're that, what do you think your body's going to think? What do you think your body is going to do? This is the same thing if I told, okay, let's say I had a child. Let's say I have a five-year-old daughter. And every day I wake up and I wake the daughter up and then I start talking to her negatively. Why does your hair look like that? Why are you walking like that? Why are you doing that? What type of negative feedback and emotions and trauma do you think that little daughter is going to, you know, absorb? And it makes me sad just thinking about it because I'm thinking who you're talking to when you're talking negatively to yourself is your inner child, is that little girl or little boy inside of you that needed love so much. And maybe you got a lot of negative feedback trauma throughout your life too. But here is an opportunity to change that negative feedback loop by increasing positive emotions, by by telling yourself daily where you're at and where you want to be and who you are and reminding yourself of the majestic thing that you are, majestic being that you are that gets to absorb life every day, you can change your thoughts. And by changing your thoughts and your subconscious, you are able to radically heal. Just listen to Joe Dispenza, Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's amazing with this. He always says what you think is, is basically you're, you're contributing to what's going on in your body. And you can absolutely change your perspective on this. So try this out. When you wake up, I know because I, I do this too, you automatically probably have some emotions coming up in your mind. Like you're starting to wake up, you're starting to come to consciousness and you might start to think about negative things. Oh man, what do I have to do for work? What do I have to do for that? Throw a wrench in the wheel, stop yourself, lay on your back, put one hand on your belly and one hand on your heart and just start taking some deep breaths in and out and claim what you are claiming for the day. Affirm what you're affirming for the day. Maybe you want to say, I am happy. I am healthy. I am joy. I am love. I will move throughout this day with ease. I love myself. I am worthy. You know, different things that you need or want, need to say to yourself and want to hear from yourself to increase positive emotions. It also helps to engage in activities that bring you joy 
How many days do you let go by without doing anything that brings you joy? Lately, (laughs) this has been my jam, is every time I go to the park with my dog, which technically is every day, otherwise she'll stare at me until she, you know, breathes fire on me so that we can go to the park. Every day I go to the park, I do some cartwheels, two or three. Sounds silly, but it honestly makes me smile. It makes me giggle. It makes me laugh. It makes me feel good. Just jamming out some cartwheels like I'm a kid, you know, and how often we move so structurally through our day that we forget to do things that just bring us this tiny little bit of joy. Maybe sitting outside and eating your lunch, you know, getting the sunshine on you. Maybe, you know, going to a dance class, maybe getting in a walk with a friend, maybe going out to lunch with a friend. Maybe that $7 cup of coffee that, you know, everyone tells you not to drink and not to buy so you can save money and blah, blah, blah. Maybe that brings you so much joy and you should just do it for you because you need joy in your life. That is how we increase positive emotions. And that is how we dig into the subconscious. And that is how we change the structure of our life. That's how we change the direction of our healing radically. Number seven is embracing social support. So in the beginning of this podcast, I said that they don't really talk a lot about in the nine steps to uh, nine factors to radical remission. They don't talk a lot about accountability. What they're saying here, embracing social support is do not isolate. So many people get sick and they think I have to do this alone. No one's going to support me. They're going to make fun of me. No one's going to understand what's going on with me. And if you keep saying that, no one will understand what's going on with you. But if you reach out for help, if you go to the people around you and tell them what you are going through and what you are experiencing, then they can make a conscious effort to be there for you and support you. Now, the ones that don't, probably weren't friends in the first place, so you can ditch them. But there will be people who show up for you and lean into those people because that's a season for them to support you. And eventually one day it will be a season for you to support them. So don't feel bad leaning on people when you need them. Connect with some kind of community. Maybe it is a workout place you like going to and everyone's cool there so you can connect with them there and you can maybe, you know, meet up for them, meet up after a class for a smoothie or something like that or um, getting involved in more volunteer work and that can be your community or making a conscious, you know, intention to connect with a certain group of friends or a certain group of family But most importantly, what I'm saying is there's one word here with help that you have to hold on to, and that is accept. You have to accept the help. Perhaps if you're similar to what my mom went through, it was really hard for you to accept help along the way. You didn't want to be a burden, right? When we don't feel good, we don't want to be a burden on anyone else. That is what prevents you from healing. Because if you don't want to be a burden on anyone else, you will carry the weight alone. And if you're carrying the weight alone, it will eventually become too heavy and your body will start to break down more from that weight. So take the weight, share it with people, get support, get helpers and healers, practitioners, find the friends who will support you. I've I've been shocked over my life at the type of friends that showed up when I needed it just because I asked for support. It's amazing at the people who will show up for you. But if they don't know what's going on with you, how can they help you? 
You got to accept help. You got to talk about it. You got to consciously share it so that they can show up for you. Number eight is all about deepening a spiritual connection. Now, whatever that means for you, whether you believe in God or universe or something higher than you, if you don't have something to believe in, it's very hard to believe that your body will ever heal. Now, personally, over the last, I'd say, two to three years, I have been strengthening my relationship with God, the Holy Trinity, in fact, you know, God, Jesus, and um, Holy Spirit. And everything in my life is changing because I am connected to my faith. It doesn't have to be exactly what I am doing, but to be disconnected from faith when you are trying to heal makes it very hard to have faith on a daily basis that your body is capable of it. You got to find like a rhythm with it. You know, you have to to lean on it and and be able to be able to connect with it daily so that you feel supported divinely. Yeah. So one thing that's very helpful for this is to dive into some type of meditation or prayer practice. Earlier, I mentioned sitting still and getting quiet. That's where you find clarity. That's why you find your intuition. It's also where you find your spirit guides, whether it be God or a past loved one or whatever you are calling to for your guidance. You're not going to hear them or feel them or get the signs you're looking for if you're in chaos. You have to slow down. So meditation or prayer or walk in nature with no headphones, just listening, getting quiet and allowing space to get messages, to find clarity and to connect deeper to the divine, to some type of spiritual connection. And I'm telling you, (laughs) we do a lot of prayer in my groups. We're very much connected to spirituality in my groups because at the end of the day, when everything is quiet and you're alone and you don't, you know, you're just with your thoughts and all you have is you and, you know, no one's around, that is the one element that can pull you out of everything is having faith and something to believe in. And number nine, which is the last one, which I find very important just for life, period. Not so much about a healing journey, but in general, just to have, you know, a positive outlook on life, to have, you know, feelings and emotions that are positive, to feel good about who you are. Number nine is having a strong reason for living or a purpose. When you have a purpose in life, and by the way, just to clarify, Your job does not have to be your purpose, and your job does not have to define you as your purpose in life. I feel blessed beyond belief that my job gets to be my purpose and my passion, but it doesn't always have to be. I spent 12 years as a hairstylist where it was not my purpose, but my purpose was to help people. And Through that position as a hairstylist, even though I wasn't passionate about doing hair, but I was passionate about helping people, I was able to help people just from them being in my chair. And so I was able to live that out. Then as my life developed over time, I was able to really go into diving into my passion and my purpose a little bit more. But you have to discover what feels right for you. Finding your purpose 
is about understanding what lights you up inside. What lights me up inside is to see people truly get past healing struggles or health struggles that they have been holding on to for a really long time and to see them get changed, to see them feel better, you know, from working together and my recommendations, that just lights me up inside. But I would do it for no money, which is why it gives me a strong reason for living. If you can't use your purpose for your job, then you can find your purpose outside of work. Maybe you can do volunteer work or go on mission trips, you know, volunteer at the church or volunteer at a foster care facility or somewhere where people need you to live out your purpose. And that will help you understand just how valuable and incredible life truly is. And it gets you out of your head and into your heart. And the more you are out of your head and into your heart, the faster you're going to heal from disease. It can be a little overwhelming to think of all of these nine factors. Maybe you're already doing many of them, but the most important thing for you is to decide which one feels the most important to you right now. Which one do you feel like you're lacking the most and how can you dive in and support yourself or find support in others in that one factor so that you're not overwhelmed and overdoing because the truth about healing is it's not about doing, it's about being. I hope this has been helpful for you guys in your healing journey and that you are able to put some of these to use to really step into a full, full healing journey. Don't forget to click subscribe and share this episode with anyone you feel like needs to hear it today. Let them know you're there for them too, to support them in their healing journey as well. Until next time, happy healing. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.